Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tea and Testimony with Tina. And I have a special guest tonight. Maggie is joining us to give her deliverance testimony, her journey of freedom right here at Flawed and Free. And so as we allow people time to come in, I will begin with sharing my guest and having her tell us a little bit about herself as people are coming in and logging in um, to tonight's Tea and Testimony. And so as you come in, as always, tell me where you're coming in from. Make sure you type in the chat um, where you're coming in from. And we would love to shout you out, shout your city out as we proceed in tonight's broadcast. So Maggie, I would like to introduce you now um, as our special guest for the night. If you don't mind giving us just a little brief synopsis, a little snippet about yourself, whatever you feel led to share. And um, we'll go ahead and proceed from there. So welcome, Maggie. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. Um, about me, um, you know, I think something that might be interesting is I've been a believer for a long time, very like biblically grounded just from my childhood, reading scripture, studying all of that. But the idea of deliverance is really very new. Um, it's not something that we talked about, you know, growing up, it's not something that, um, I mean, if anything, it was a little bit like frowned upon, like it's maybe dangerous or not safe to get involved with people, um, in this space. And so, um, it's taken me and, you know, it's taken me a while to take this step. And I think it helped having a friend do it before me and right. uh, just God, like slowly moving me to that place of seeing and he knows me, so he takes his time with me of like, this, oh, you know, this is safe, like this is good, this is from my word, like this is right, this is true. Um, and then just right at the right time where I knew that I needed this, I mean, you guys were just there, um, which is oh. just kind of what, what he does. 
Amen. Amen. So when, how old were you when you received Christ, when you received salvation, if you can remember? Yeah, I was five. Oh yeah. Um, I was young little. too. I mean, really little. So it was like small, like small person faith. Like I knew I wanted Jesus in my life and I asked, you know, like asked him to come into my heart and save me. And I, there wasn't a lot of like depth of awareness of sin and forgiveness and the cross and all of that. But I think it set a precedence of when I need help, I ask Jesus. Um, and so it kind of, it started there and it grew, you know, as I understood more and more about what he did, it grew, but it was always that when something's scary, when something's bad, when something's wrong, like, like you ask Jesus to help you. Wow. Yeah. So when you received at such a young age, what do you feel like you really learned about him? Or well, do you feel like you learn much? Or I mean, it really was like just that. I mean, that's it, I think. And I think it did set me up for later in life because I was alone. I mean, I'm sure my parents are missionaries. So like, I'm sure I heard the gospel presentation like 10 times a day or something. <laughs> Not 10 times but, a day. Um, <laughs> but when I accepted, I was by myself. And it was just oh, me wow. talking with Jesus alone. I was in my playroom. I had this little camper set. And I was like playing with the people. And I remember being like so afraid. And I didn't know why I was afraid. But I was like, I just knew. Like, ask Jesus, like, forgive me for my sins and save me. And like the fear was gone. Um, and I think wow. like being alone was good because it, I don't know how, I don't know how to say this, but I just, there's just been stretches in my life that were isolating. And so I didn't ever need other people to be a part of that relationship with God. So it really set a precedence for me knowing that I could go straight to him with whatever it was and not need a parent or a teacher or the pastor. Like that's all good, but you don't have to have that if it's not there. Amen. Amen. I completely yeah. agree. I know uh, even for myself as a young child, it it was it was a um, I was not pushed, but I definitely felt led as a young child, like mm -hmm. to receive God, you know. Um, but over the course of time, there was no real discipleship or instruction really given. Mm -hmm. It was like I got baptized and all of that. And you go through the motions, but there was really um, no understanding in relationship, nor was I shown how to form that relationship. So I think it's pretty amazing that you had a knowing and, and you actually desired to have a relationship and you sought it out hmm. yeah that's god i, can't, I cannot take yeah, credit I'm like, for that you know yeah yeah that's him so how did you so how did you get introduced to deliverance when was that opened up for you um i mean again it was always i don't want to be insensitive but it was like that thing that those people do that we don't talk about because it's scary well let's talk about it <laughs> that's just how it was presented to me. So I always kind of knew that there are those people who think they're Christians, but they're into this weird stuff and we don't talk to them. So that was like how, you know, just growing up in church, that was kind of like, it was, we do it right. Everybody else is wrong. Kind of this mm. attitude. Okay. That's what it is. Understood. Um, that's just how it was. Um, and, and I think like slowly, after college, I started going to a church that was a lot more aware of the reality of the Holy Spirit and how he acts in this world. Um, but I didn't really seek deliverance because I didn't 
no, you need needed it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't, I, you know, I don't, I, I didn't, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know how you know when you need deliverance. Um, but recently, like within the past six months, um, I picked up a book off my shelf that I thought was a different book than what it was off a bookshelf in my home. Okay. And I opened it and I was like, this isn't what I thought it was. And so I put it to the side. Um, and then I just felt God prompting me to, to read it. And so I sat down and read it and it was very much about spiritual warfare. And it was like specifically exactly about what was going on in my life. Wow. Um, and they said a couple times, you know, that certainly like it's, it's good. And, and we as believers can, can bring this to God and ask for freedom. But a lot of times it's really important to have someone pray with you. Mm-hmm. Um, who's trained in that. And so I started thinking I really should do that. And it just so happened that my friend had just gone through this with you guys. And um, I, like I said, when I needed it, it was just there. I can't imagine how I would have found, you know, anybody being so not a part of this world. I, you know, uh-huh. I don't know how I would have found someone that I would have trusted without having that, a friend who'd gone through it. Okay. So I, would you say that it was maybe a divine alignment for God to make the introduction via the Holy Ghost? 100%. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I was not looking for it. I wouldn't even have considered it. Right, right. And then all of a sudden I needed it and here it was. Wow. Look at God. He's so strategic. He's so strategic in making the introduction and and giving you that nudge and sending you in the right direction. And then also putting you within the proximity of someone who has experienced what he actually introduced, right? What he was actually opening you up to receive so that you could be in a position to receive your freedom in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. And so it is the ministry of the gospel. I don't know how we missed it in the world. Word. Do you, can you, um, or if you feel led to share, was there any specific faith, religion, or denomination that you were maybe raised up in that didn't speak to deliverance maybe, or? I don't, so it was non-denominational. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, but okay. they would have said uh, they were, it was a Bible church. Um, but I, that could mean anything. Right. I, right. I, thankfully it was a Bible church and I will say, I mean, I'm grateful in one sense because like we studied the word of God. And so I had such a good foundation that I was able to take things that I was hearing from, even from you, because I did a little bit of research before. And I'm like, this is biblically sound, you know, like everything that you're like, yes, it is. That was new for me just to see that it's, it's all there. And I just hadn't seen it. And it's something that we didn't talk about, but it is. It's all from God's word. Yes, it um, is. But it just was, we just we just didn't talk about it. I mean, or, or there was kind of a mentality of like, maybe God did this back then, but he doesn't do it now. So there was a little bit of that. And people who think he does it now are like misled and it's it's scary. Yeah. Um, so there was some maybe. of that, I think, more. Yeah. You said something, you said something really good, Maggie. Um, And this is very common, I believe, not that it should become uncommon. We want to make it uncommon because, you know, as believers, we're supposed to demonstrate, right? The Mm -hmm. spirit of God, we're supposed to demonstrate. And so who God is through us. And I think a lot of people see the word of God and him, the Jesus Christ as a historical 
figure, as a historical mm -hmm. persona, as a person who once lived, who died. I think sometimes people uh, forget the resurrection and the ascension portion, right? You know, of course, we, we've watched Passion of the Christ many times and all of these things. We think that what God did, these miracle signs and wonders um, and all of casting out of demons, that this is not present today, that this is not actually happening today, that we don't really have the authority to move in this power today. Um, but the word of God tells us that that's not true, right? He said that we will do greater works than even he did that he would then even he did. And so God has given us that power and authority in the earth to fulfill the commission um, on our lives as believers. And so you don't have to be special, right? You don't have to have a fivefold title um, to be able to cast out demons and heal the sick. And so I think a lot of people think that there's a special, now there are um, um, greater measures of, of an anointing in an area for maybe a call on your life that God will grace you and give you to follow his will and do his word for whatever you're assigned to do. But in addition to that, every Bible-based believer, every blood-bought, born-again believer has the ability um, and the access to be able to move and function in the, in the order that God has called us to. So um, I, I just wanted to make that clear for those that are watching or maybe even will watch the replay um, that this is a ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? This is this deliverance ministry is part of his ministry, right? This isn't anything special or extra. This is a part of, of what we're all actually called to do. So yes, I'm so very excited that as the Holy Spirit opened that up for you and then position you in a place to receive and then be able to walk through for your deliverance. So tell, tell me a little bit about your process. I know this is something I talk to a lot of people that come on here within the ministry. Did it, did it meet your expectation? Did it exceed your expectation? Um, anything that you want to share with our audience? Yeah, I think it, I think it was both. Mm, amen. Um, I mean, in some ways it exceeded. In some ways there were parts I, I made notes. Um, I can go into that, but there were parts that were really sort of bizarre and strange that mm -hmm. I would never have expected. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's frozen. That's great. Um, I can and, hear you and see you. Okay. You can see me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I think I was hoping that it would be like the magic thing that all of a sudden, like, right? Like all of a sudden I have no, no problems at all. And I think it wasn't that, which is okay. And I, you know, God has been walking me through the process of living it out, which I was hoping that I wouldn't have to do, you know, that it would just be like new me. Um, and we didn't quite get that. So in that sense, which nobody said that I would, but you know, mm -hmm. wouldn't that be great? Um, but, um, but still, I, I mean, it was really, really powerful and I definitely don't, I wouldn't be where I am right now without having gone through that process. Amen. Amen. I, I heard a lot in what you just said. That's a lot. It would be a lot to unpack. But one of the things that um, I would like to answer for you, if that's okay, um, with what I heard you say just now is you thought it would be a magic pill, a magic solution. Know that you're not alone. 
So I, I, I see you kind of shrugging your shoulders a little bit like, <laughs> like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have thought this, but it's yeah. okay. Like, it's okay because everyone doesn't always fully understand that. And I would like to get a little bit better about the as best as I can mm -hmm. um, with the short time that we have with people, um, because every church doesn't move in the ministry or understanding or equipping um, of what deliverance is and all of the intricate facets of it and how, how the process is progressional. And mm -hmm. so it is, it isn't just a, a one time hit it and quit it. Right. Like, you know, and maybe that's the wrong word to use. So, you know, shame on me if I've offended anyone out there. I, I, I have, I have a sense of humor sometimes that is interesting, but nonetheless, um, I, I, I like to talk the way people understand, but the magic pill solution can be frustrating because sometimes people think, okay, I'm just going to go, these demons are going to get extracted and pulled from me. And I'm going to just live this glorious, fabulous life. Right. And so that's not the case. And so there is a process to sanctification. This is a part of the process. And in that it is, it's a fresh new beginning that you are able to go before the father and begin that process, peeling back the layers of an onion. There are a lot of parts of your life that are old, ancient, and ancestral and generational. And so because of that, there is going to be a course of time and it can be miraculous. So some of your deliverance is instantaneous, right? And so it is right away, right in the moment, automatic, right? As you are fasting, praying, meditating, and partnering with the Holy Spirit. And then there are parts of your deliverance that will present and or manifest itself in time. Okay. And so as you continue your journey with God, as you continue to go through your purification process, which is along the path of being sanctified, set apart, right? Called and chosen by God, which you already are, but this comes with continued fasting, continued meditation, continued reading upon the word of God. And so there may be a time and a season that you may not just be ready for an area of your life to be completely delivered from it, but you don't stop your process, right? Mm -hmm. It may be three months down the road. It may be six months down the road. It could be two days, right? And so God knows all and he knows every intricate part of who you are, what you need and the time and season in which you'll be ready for that impartation, for that deliverance to come to pass so that you can sustain and maintain it. Because getting deliverance is one thing, keeping it is another. And so he may see that you may need a little bit more time in a specific area of your life. And that it's going to require a little bit more seeking him and getting in his presence and allowing him to heal you in some areas instead of doing everything all at one time, right? At one time. And so this, this is protection for you. Right. If we look at Matthew 12, 43 through 45, it speaks to the spirits that leave the house, meaning your home, your body, because spirits have to have a house, a body to reside and dwell in. And so it, we must continue to fill that house with the things of God. 
We must continue to seek the Holy Spirit for these things. And so it is a process in doing so, so that you are not opening yourself up or reopening doors that God is trying to close and fill with the power of the Holy Spirit so that you can be stronger right? Mm-hmm. And you can actually say no, rebuke the devil, resist the devil, and be able to maintain and keep your deliverance. So it is not, sometimes I think um, we could, as ministers, myself, and many others, we should, at as best as we can, try to help people and steer them and guide them in the understanding that it is a progressional process. So I heard you say that, but don't worry. A lot of people, right? They, they have, they just, they just don't, didn't understand, right? They just didn't know that. So, and that's okay. So bringing clarity to that, I hope helped. But the good thing is I hear, I heard you say that nonetheless, there was still a very um, powerful encounter that you were able to have in Christ and still receive your deliverance. How was your fasting portion of the deliverance? How was that? Um, <laughs> Any tips you can share? It was hard. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the encouragement would be to stick with it because it's absolutely worth it. Amen. Um, absolutely worth it. I hate fasting like so much. Um, and I knew that going into it, um, <laughs> I've done it before. I just really hate it. Um, and I journaled about it, which was great. I mean, I would start my journal with like, I still hate this, but I'm sticking with it. Cause love the transparency. I mean, it just, it helped for me um, mm-hmm. to be honest about where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it was so good. I think what I didn't realize with, with, I mean, sweets are a huge thing for me. And also okay. like, I will, I didn't realize, but I'll jump on my phone. Um, if I'm like a little bit nervous or a little bit anxious, I'll just pull out my phone real quick and scroll. And I didn't know that I did that. Wow. Um, and okay. so having to not be on my, you know, be on social media, you know, not go and grab a coffee if I'm like super stressed and need to walk away from work or something. Um, it forced me to like sit with those feelings and say, why, why am I stressed? Like, why am I anxious? And like, bring that to God and ask him to help me, you know, instead of handling it on my own, which is not super effective as it turns out. Um, wow. I mean, it was good. It was really good. And I think a lot of the journaling that I did came out of that place of, I'm aware of what's going on, you know, in my life because Mm -hmm. I'm having to actually pay attention to it and not just, Hey y'all, it's Apostle Tina here with exciting news. I have written and published my first hardback and paperback journal called Interpreting Dreams with the King. This journal has over 250 plus pages to teach you how to go to God for yourself and interpret your daily dreams. Many don't know that dream journaling is a way to intimately connect understand, and communicate with God. It is also a way to dismantle the plots of Satan and take back your dream life. This journal covers all of this. Plus, you will receive a 21-day step-by-step guided template to help you on your journey to interpreting dreams God's way.
You can purchase yours today on Amazon. Links are in the description box. And once you get your book in hand, make sure to scan the QR code on the back to find out how you can become a part of the Journaling with Jesus community group. God bless. Turn it off or like sidestep it with social wow. media or with whatever. Wow. Um, it, was, it was really, really good. Wow. Horrible, but it was good. <laughs> horrible. It was really Crucif- good. <laughs> Crucifixion of the flesh, I wouldn't say, is always fun. Nope. <laughs> she said it was good, but it was horrible. <laughs> it was bad, but totally worth it. And and for whatever Amen. reason, I had all these events and things those two weeks. So I was like, I'm at a restaurant and everybody is eating this delicious food. And I'm like drinking green tea. And it was just, I mean, and, and it was like continual but i will say because i'm self-employed um it can get a little bit isolating okay and so like going out with people is really important and i could see that god Mm. i mean i think he intentionally set up those engagements so that i wouldn't be sitting at home and have that like you know i'm not going anywhere it's lonely feeling so it was hard to be out and not participate but also like a, a huge blessing to not be isolated in the process, but to go out and my friends were all super supportive, you know, Amen. even ones who aren't believers, we're still like, okay, like we get it. Um, so it was, it was good. It was really good. Wow. Uh, such an amazing testimony as I'm sure people are listening and identifying with some of the challenges that comes with um, disciplining and turning your plate down and, and even some of the revelation. Um, that you get when you come beyond the surface and you dig your a lot. Now you have to deal with your emotions and some of the self-soothing that we do not paying attention because there's so many distractions. And so I, I, I really love the transparency. It's like, it was horrible, but it was good. Right. (laughs) Something, something that hurts so bad, but feels so good, you know, all at the same time. Like, how do you describe that? Like, how do you accurately describe that other than the fact that it's like, but it was still worth it right a hundred percent like <laughs> would recommend it to anyone don't skip that part amen really amen yeah. amen so someone that's struggling with their fast say someone that feels some of what you've experienced right mm-hmm. the feeling so good but hurting so bad you know mm-hmm. how did you press through that time how did you overcome um and make it i think by remembering why I was doing it, that mm. it's okay. It's like, it's just two weeks. <laughs> it's not, it's not like a lifestyle choice or change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say like, I, I had specific like issues coming into this that I really wanted to see some freedom in. And I would think like, is freedom in this more important than eating this amazing dessert that all of my friends are splitting at this table in front of me. And, and it's not like, I, I want the freedom for the rest of my life more than I want this 10 minutes of fun with some great friends. And so kind of weighing that and saying like, certainly I could come back here to this restaurant anytime. Like certainly it's worth skipping this for, you know, a lifetime of freedom. Amen. Clearly worth it. <laughs> amen. Amen. Now, I will say this. Now, I will say that um, over time, 
it's beneficial to your journey, to your maturity, to your growth, and to sustaining your deliverance if it does become a part of your lifestyle. Um, and that it's not just for a certain point in your life, that it's something that God will help you and align your desire with his to actually have more time with him, mm -hmm. to sit with him, to, um, to really allow him to have his whole entire way with your life because he desires that time with you. He desires mm -hmm. um, to spend time where you're fasting and praying and seeking him, you know, all the time, right? And even if it's not as strict as that two-week timeline, you can still incorporate and you can still implement these consecrated moments with God. Even Jesus himself had to stow away and get away, right? To go mm -hmm. see his father and to spend time with him. And so, you know, we only know what those conversations and those moments were where they were looking for. My daughter and I were having a conversation the other night um, and she reminded me even of that as her and I were talking about a few things um, about consecration and, and, and fasting. Her and I were fasting together um, for a specific thing. But as we were speaking to one another and encouraging one another, she reminded me of that. And I was like, you know what? Like, you're absolutely right. And so just as we are about our father's business, the Lord Jesus Christ was about his father's business. And in order for us to know what his business is and what he wants us to know, we got to stow away. We got to get away. We got to shut it down. We got to cut our phones off, put them down. Sometimes we may have to put our phone on D&D, call a few family members and say, hey, I'm going to take this day, you know, or, or a day each month or a day each week. Or, and I'm just going to dedicate this day to my Lord and Savior. And I'm going to give him this time to speak, to give direction, to allow myself to yield to his will so that I can continue this journey with him. And so it's definitely something I would encourage as you are moving forward along this progressional process of deliverance and seeing and receiving and keeping your freedom is to go before the Holy Spirit and ask him, you know, just have a conversation with him and say, God, you know, what, what can I give to you? What, what time can we put, you know, agree together? That's just for me and you. That is just for me and you. It's not shared. It's not limited. It's not for a specific purpose, but it's just so that I can be in your presence. Hmm. So, okay. yeah, definitely something to consider, you know, yeah. um, if, if this is something that you feel, you said it hurts so bad, but it feels so good, right? It, yeah. it, it doesn't have to stop there. It doesn't have to stop there, right? He he wants to spend not just today, but tomorrow through eternity with you. And so that is his desire as I hear it also being yours. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely consider that. So once your deliverance was complete and and done, how did you feel? How how did how did you feel? Yeah. Um I mean, I think I felt good. So let's see. I put some notes down because I wanted to remember. Um, yes. I mean, it was it was a process. So one thing that happened that I wanted to say was really strange during the journaling process. Um, I sent in, I wasn't going to be fully 
I was going to do like nice short journals. And then just one day I just went for it and said everything that I was thinking. Amen. Um, which is huge. And I got a really sweet email back from Janelle um, with a couple suggestions. And one of them was that I asked God if there was anything in my home that I needed to get rid of. And I had, I had these teddy bears that I had had since I was a little kid. Um, and immediately, like I knew that that's what. God, I mean, that's what God wanted, you know, that that's what God had prompted her about, um, which they were like my sweet childhood toys. Um, but like every single one of them, as I was carrying them out to the dumpster, I would like pick it up and I would have this like huge emotional, like wow. overwhelming emotional feeling of like raging anger or like fear and terror. Um, and so I think that sort of was before the deliverance praying part, but it was huge. Like as soon as I got those out of my apartment, I mean, I was like, everything had shifted. Wow. Um, I was really strange. Um, and so then during the deliverance prayer, um, you know, it was really wonderful. And I just heard God say to me that the power was broken. Jesus. Um, and it was, I mean, it was good. I'm really glad that he spoke that because I didn't have that like brand new person feeling afterwards, mm -hmm. but I did have like, I felt like my mind had been reordered. Amen. It was like, I don't know how to say it exactly, but it just felt like it was like safe. Like I could be in my own thoughts Amen. and it was like a safe space again. And all of that, like, kind of extreme emotional being, like, so upset or so angry, like, that I couldn't process through even things that were just, like, normal things. Right. Um, like, all of that was gone. And it was Look at God. amazing. And so it's not that it doesn't still come back, but it does. It's not the same at all. Because now I could be like, hmm, I, don't, I don't really want to be angry about this. Amen. I have to be. Whereas before it wasn't, I just was. Um, and so that, I mean, that's, I still have, I still have to deal with it, but it's totally different. Just like completely different. And it's really wonderful. Look at God. So you yeah. just described, um, the breaking of an emotional soul tie. Okay. Mm -hmm. And okay. so soul ties will keep you hindered and blocked from the things of God. So shout out Holy Ghost, shout out to the Holy Spirit that showed you these objects as happens many times as a part of people's deliverance. There will be okay. things that there will be spirits that attach to. And mm -hmm. so there are spirits that were attached to those, those things. And you can be tied, not just sexually, but you can be tied to a place, to a person, to a thing, to um, um, all sorts of things, right? And so there are all types of soul ties. I have a couple of podcasts on them if you haven't heard them. Um, okay. So feel free to go listen to them on, on the podcast. It's on Apple iTunes. And so I have like three episodes where I break down physical soul ties, sexual soul ties, emotional soul ties. Um, and, and I go rather in, in depth within an hour, you know, within an hour of explaining what those things are. And so the enemy will attach to things and he will have a hold on your life and try to stop 
the things from flowing from God to you. I'm trying to quickly give you an explanation. You said it was bizarre. Um, and so really this, this is real. This is, yes. this is real. It's spiritual, right? It's mm -hmm. spiritual. And so once you were able to detach and break it, as the Lord told you, right, it's broken. Um, you can, you were lifted and free from the oppression and the bondage that came from that tie, from that yoke, which is a link to the spirit realm and to those deep emotional traumas or wounds or whatever it was that came that was connected to that. So now once they're gone, right now you can begin to continue your process of deliverance and healing. So glory be to God. That is amazing for you. That is amazing, amazing. Yeah. And that's one of the many things that becomes a part of your journey in deliverance. You have to let some things go physically, sometimes uh, emotionally, um, and all of the above, right? Some things you just got to just turn away, turn down. And so what the enemy does, you made mention to, um, to having to sometimes feel that battle, in a sense, um, you have been delivered. So don't let the enemy trick you and say when you feel something arising or coming up, Right. Um, you may you you have been, but they will try to find a way to find re-entrance. OK, mm -hmm. they want to come back. And so they're not in you. They may try to come on you. So even though you hear or you feel something, they'll try to say, well, you're not delivered. You got angry the other day, you know, like you, you know, you're not delivered. And so they'll try to get you to form a covenant by coming into agreement that what God has said and what God has done is not true. They'll try to get you to break your faith and, and, and not believe that you've received deliverance, but you can always continue to pray and ask for the help of the Holy Spirit and continue your journey. You just keep going, right? You just keep going, but you rebuke the devil, resist him and he'll flee from you. So when he's knocking at your door the, of your mind and when he's coming for you and trying to remind you of things of the past or anything that is familiar with what you've experienced or felt or saw or, or, you know, and say, Hey, I'm still here. Right. And, and, you know, that didn't work and they'll try to taunt you and torment you and do weird things. Right. Because they're just trying to find a way to come back. They're just trying to find a way, but you have to resist them and you got to push them back and you have to say, no, say no in Jesus name. And they will leave. Say no in Jesus name. Glory be to God. So I'm excited for what God has done through you. I'm excited for this part of your journey and you trusting this ministry and the ministry of the Holy Spirit um, mm -hmm. to allow us to help open you up to what God was already motioning in you and unctioning you to do. So I do not take it lightly that you chose this ministry um, and trusted us to be a part of your process. So thank you. I'm yeah. thanking you. I am thanking you and I'm praying. I am praying that the Lord will continue his journey with you now that you can hear a little better right now that you're in a position and you're postured in a place where you can now continue your journey. And if there's anything that we can do as a ministry to help that process, we would more than happy, we would be more than happy to serve you in whatever way we possibly 
can. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on today, um, Maggie, and sharing your testimony with us and all of these things. But I want to, I do want to ask you a question I've seen on some other testimonial videos. And I think it's a great thing to ask people. And it's, who is Jesus to you? I think it's a great question because I'm like, who is he to you? That's a, a good question. So many things come to mind. Um, you can pick one, anyone. Where to start? <laughs> I know, everything. <laughs> He's everything. Right. I mean, as soon as you asked that, I mean, the first thing that came to mind is maybe a little bit telling. Um, I'm working on it, but it's the story of the disciples in the boat and Jesus is sleeping in the back because he's just not worried. Um, and I, I think I feel that tension sometimes because I don't want him not worried sleeping in the back. I want him <laughs> in the storm with me. That's good. Um, and, <laughs> and I think, but if I really sit with that, I think he is the one who has so fully everything under control that he's just really not worried about it. And Amen. I would like to get to a place where I can go sit back there with him and not be up in the boat either. <laughs> okay. um, but I'm not, I'm not there at this moment. I feel like I've been there in the past, but mm. um, yeah. I mean, and then I think just that incredible love that yes. like in an odd way that even that being so at peace and calm is a way that he loves us. Yes. Cause I wouldn't be well served if he was as frantic as I was. And, you know, just, but to see that, that peace and that safety where he knows that I'm so safe that he's not concerned at all. And I could, I could rest in that with him mm -hmm. um, and I want to get there, but just to, to feel the like love in that space. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, I, I, I hear peace and rest. Hmm peace and rest. So for you and even your relationship as you continue to intimately grow in this area with him, to trust him, to rest in him um, and to allow him to be your peace and let him worry, let him carry the burdens because the burden isn't yours to carry. Mm -hmm. It's truly his, which is why he's not worried, right? Because he's yeah. infinite and great and amazing and he's all powerful. And, and so there's nothing that he doesn't have that we need, that he can't provide, that he can't give, that he can't help us with. And so there's no need to worry. So he doesn't want you to worry. He doesn't want you. He wants you to trust him and trust him all the more today, tomorrow, and forevermore. And so as you continue to pray that prayer, um, I'm going to close out and, and cover you in prayer, if that's okay, if yeah. you're okay with that. Um, I'd like to, to pray for you um, for however the Lord will lead you um, this day. Father God, I just thank you for your daughter, Maggie, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I just decree and declare, Father God, that this day that she is able to see herself as you see her, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I just pray, Father God, that you will strengthen her, that you will build her, that you will inspire her, that you will 
empower her to do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens her. Father, for your word says that you are that and that in which you are, you have already said. Father, I just thank you, Father, that she will trust you in these days, that she will begin to trust you in, in bigger ways, in greater ways, in new ways that she's never experienced you before. Father, I just pray that you will visit her, that she will have encounters and experiences in her dreams even, Father. Father, that you will just wrap your loving arms around her for as she feels alone at times, that you will be her warmth, you will be her guide, Father God, that you will cover her, that you will cloak her and surround her and saturate her in your infinite agape, unconditional love, that she will feel you, Father God, as she prays, she will feel your presence in the room, Father, that she will continue to desire to see you, to seek you, to please you, Father, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I just pray, Father, that you will send help, Father God, send her help when she's feeling a little worried and a feeling a little bit out of sorts, that you will bring into alignment and even divinely connect her to a ministry or church, a person or someone that can help her on this journey and this process to carrying out and seeing her deliverance to the completion that you have required and called her to come into, Father. I pray that the fullness of God, that it will fill her this day, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify your name and we give you all the praise in Jesus mighty name. Amen. So God bless you, Maggie. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. May he keep you. May he cover you. May he always surround you and show you his love and show you his heart as you receive it day to day. I love you. God bless you. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming on to share your testimony with myself and our flawed and free freedom fighters all over the world. So good evening to all of you that are watching, that are here watching a replay. Make sure you like, subscribe, tag and tell a friend. And all of you, good night and good evening and be well in Jesus name. God Thank you for listening and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Wednesdays to be equipped with the tools, knowledge, and strategies needed to dispossess the enemy, take dominion, and be delivered into the promises of God. No more wilderness wanderings, warriors. Walk in your purpose and discover your identity where you are free to be me, flawed and free. If you were blessed and empowered by today's show, we would appreciate your sown seed of support through donations and charitable giving as led by the Holy Spirit. You can go now to theflawedandfree.com slash give. That's theflawedandfree.com slash give. Or you can cash app us at dollar sign flawed free on Cash App. We are a nonprofit organization with a 501c3 designation. So all gifts, donations, and sown seeds of support that are given are also tax deductible. Thank you for your seed, for we know that it is placed in good soil, and we pray that you agree. So God bless and live your best life in Christ. Love you later. Till next time. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.